Infocom got acquired, so I sold the company to wow. a company called Printo in Bangalore. Can you share the exit? Ah, oh, it's a good amount, but I couldn't share the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I drive a BMW. One of my co-founder just went and stopped him in the in the lobby in the hotel and said, "Hey, we are building a startup, and if you want to invest in us, please do reach out to us." Right? <laughs> and he got uh, completely offended. Before I built it, I I, I had around seventy six interviews. with product managers across the globe so this is one advice i would give to entrepreneurs is that hello you awesome beautiful people hope you're having an awesomely amazing time in your life my name is digital pratik your host and host and you are listening to your favorite podcast called the digital pratik show the show which talks about practical digital branding and personal branding strategies which work in the now the show where digital pratik and other digital practitioners share with you what they personally learn and apply to build their digital empire lifestyle hello you awesome beautiful people welcome to another episode of digital pratik show where today i have one of the special guest and to be very honest this is my uh, me hosting the second person on planet earth on my podcast the first one was eric su and second today which i have is isaac uh i met isaac on uh, a clubhouse app which is a brand new voice app which is right now trending uh we met each other on one of the voice rooms and uh, we were interacting we shared some thoughts over there and that's where i just tapped on his profile i went into his instagram dm'd him because i love the product which is involved into the journey which he has which probably obviously i have just 1% clue about i'll be very honest and transparent and uh, that's the reason why i wanted to connect and uh, talk over this episode so that uh, i can just bring more and more value to the audience who are listening and watching this and uh, even i can get more about uh, what he's into uh, this startup world and the latest product which is having which is strain and uh, yeah super excited to have you isaac on the show welcome to the show hey pratik uh, it's a honor to be here and uh, thanks for hosting and doing this amazing show as well I did go through ten uh, minutes of time uh, before this call. Quickly walked through a couple of your previous podcast and seems very interesting. I would I should subscribe it to people uh, who are in this tech space and entrepreneurship space, specifically in the digital space. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Glad, glad to hear that. Thank you so much. uh so isaac the first question which i want to ask you is um uh, based based on uh, my recall which i have from uh, the clubhouse room which we were interacting inside uh you mentioned a couple of more products uh, prior to your uh, this product which is strain which you uh, which i'll come up upon uh talk about uh, your journey through uh, building the products talk about your startup journey because i i suppose we were in the room of indian startup club if i'm not yeah. mistaken yeah correct correct so uh, that was the group so i guess you are of a background of startup culture so yeah. i just want to know more about that how your journey started as a startup guy dude men and how has your journey been so far yeah sure uh, thanks uh, so uh, it's been around 10 years almost a decade in terms of uh, being in this industry uh, i started as a very very uh, you know high tech enthusiast grad who wants to go ahead and build uh, interesting software grads more like a geek in during college days started with symposium websites the cultural websites and we all have done that right so joining with teams and uh, working on projects and uh, but i've been a very very avid uh, enthusiast in learning about technology right from my childhood 
So during my 10th and uh, 11th standard, I used to buy the Java books and the C. So where they used to teach us C++, right? So I used to buy the Java books from uh, are, libraries. Are you in your, I am so sorry. Are you in your early 30s? Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> I, got it. I got it. The reason why you said, I mean, the reason I asked you is because you said C++, that was the same book. I guess it was Balaguru Swami. Exactly. exactly. I recall that. And that was the craziest like subject, which I never liked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a big book. Amazing use for a pillow, right? So, <laughs> um, so I used to, but, but uh, interestingly, uh, I used to work a lot of time in my, uh, in my school computer, which was the only back then, right? In 95, 97. And uh, uh, that's when my dad introduced a great new system computer in my life. Um, and uh, that was like a huge investment purchase, like a BMW coming into your home, right? So, <laughs> so, I remember, so I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, so I've been uh, introduced to computers in my very, very early childhood. Tenth uh, standard, eleventh standard worked a lot in terms of building some cool applications with C plus plus. When learned a little more in Java. Uh, went through the other way. So I felt like geek is one of the way that I like to position myself. And, uh, and, and and one thing led to another, and this, I started building apps even after school um, and uh, uh, launching just for myself. The customer was just one person. It was me, right? So I liked the solution. Android was new at that time, uh, 2007 and eight, right? Six was when it was launched. And, uh, and it was a very new platform. I wanted to get my fingers dirty on that. And then, uh, 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 which this interest, a lot of my friends in my startup circle started noticing this crazy guy who is building some products. All his products are looking beautiful enough because I come from a little of an artist background. My dad is an artist and a few people in my family are more into tech, uh, cultural backgrounds. So um, this gave me a kind of an edge into, the, into getting into startup ecosystem. Uh, interestingly, me and my friends then joined together, built a company. Uh, back then, we didn't know that we were actually building a startup. Uh, yeah, so three of my friends. More like that. It was all about mobile app development, app development. Exactly, um, right? Exactly. And it was called projects. It was not called startups, right? <laughs> I, 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 I remember that. I remember that. I mean, yeah. I mean, back to the point, I, I'm so sorry. I, I'm, I'm just liking that point when you mentioned there was nothing like Android and iOS and all those things back in those days of 2007 as well. Uh, I remember I was the secretary of computer society of India student branch in my college, uh, which I'm a dropout of, <laughs> but yeah, I was, and uh, I remember there was sys operating system and then there came Java on the mobile phones. There was nothing like Android and iOS at, back in those days, there was a sys operating system. So yeah, I, I'm a non-technical guy, but that point in time, I was so fantasized with this ethical hacking. Ankit Fadia was like a star at that <laughs> for people like us. True. And I learned Bluetooth hacking and there was infrared. There was no Wi-Fi yet. There was yes. infrared. So we have to keep our two mobile phones like this so that the data gets transferred. And then there came 2.75 or 2.5 G, which was edge. And that's yeah. how I started learning. But yeah, nonetheless, I was so bad at programming the C++ yeah. and all languages because of which I couldn't pursue anything in that. But uh -huh. I still remember I give seminars on how to remove viruses manually from uh -huh. your smartphone. 
phone which had a sys operating system so i could recall that so it was more of a project based even i i give the seminars based on the projects or based on the topics it was no yeah. startup culture so please yeah go ahead go ahead yeah true so uh, uh, interestingly uh, when we were building this uh, interesting project that we all started in a small uh, you know a small room where we all gathered our minds in chennai i i come from chennai the hottest place in the south right so uh, we do have the beaches and all these things but yeah uh, so uh, we, we were sitting in a room uh, and three of my friends thinking about hey can we build a small project which might be used by couple of hundreds of people across the globe and kind of distributed right so uh, while that was happening a uh, few things led to another and it said like okay we guys are building a startup after a couple of months we realized and then we should probably raise some funds go live the silicon valley life and see how it works right and uh, and and it did happen right so uh, there was this fund called 500 startups in india which is uh, one of the best accelerator in in the world after y combinator and they had come to india for a nascom event in bangalore right so one of the partner was here and he was saying hey um, uh he was basically there for speaking for an event and one of my co-founder just went and stalked him in the in the lobby in the hotel and said hey we are building a startup and if you want to invest in us please do reach out to us right <laughs> and, and he got uh, completely offended right so he got completely offended and said hey dude you this is not the way you pitch it right so uh and uh, after some time he he left us and he went to his room and we got really disappointed and then a few minutes back he tweeted us saying hey this is the most craziest way someone has come and pitched to me for raising funds so if you guys are still in the lobby please come back and uh, let's yeah. have a catch up right so he came down and then he said hey uh, i'm having a ride back to airport i'm going to california today so if you want we can catch up on the car to bangalore into uh, the airport right so that was the best day that i liked actually traveling to the airport in bangalore right awesome awesome <laughs> you know you know this is this is giving us so of a important valuable point out over here people always figure out how should we pitch our uh, uh, how should we pitch for getting the funds how should yeah, we pitch yeah. uh, the why combinators and 500 startup clubs and all those things for raising the funds and all at times some crazy piece of shitty communication can turn out to be a fundraising conversation too so great, this is great. Great. it's all about that execution uh, exactly. in the moment which which yeah. i can figure out out of this yeah yeah it was a great hustle and uh, usually people really get annoyed traveling in from bangalore city to the airport it's a too hard drive i know the first time in life that i really loved that right so you get two house of pitching in the car and you can sit in the cab and and so it happened after what what was the product you mentioned a couple of projects led to a couple of yeah. projects here and there so what was the first product which so the first product that we worked on is called valet kit it was uh, started by three of my two of my friends we three together uh, kevin and ramakant uh, with other two co-founders um, and they built act ideally uh, a product which can help uh, uh, saas companies send uh, uh, passbook the mobile va- uh, valets inside your apple passbook app right so yeah if you want to book an airline ticket you will get it as a pass inside your app so they are an intermediate and they built this ecosystem for that right so so they were ideally pitching it for the large companies it didn't work out to a larger extent after a years time we had to pivot and we moved on to building our own lives um and uh, and it was a great learning right i actually it's not just 
uh, immediately out of the blue an idea would work out and it was a lot of learning that how what what ideas do we do really get sustained and off uh, what type of products are having really good demand what's the product market fit and a lot of things um, so this at this point of time when i left the company uh, there was another company in bangalore called hacker rank which wanted uh, a, a good graphic designer and a front end de- 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 developer and they wanted to hire that and they asked me because uh, i was this guy who built a company but uh, failed enough and then uh, it didn't work out so but the ui and the design of the product was really good hey can you come and build it for us right so then i joined the company and uh, that company was just finishing the y combinator batch right so it was a lot of coincidence and then said okay i learned from finest startups and y combinator now and i worked there for one year and three months and uh, ideally uh, entrepreneurship is like a is a scratch that will never leave you right so it's like you keep on scratching yeah yeah so uh, uh, after a year and a half then i decided okay it's time for me to start up and i came back to chennai and uh, started working on an idea which i am very very fond of uh, into the print space so uh, printing is a family business of us so something What? which i know same here what kind of printing business so like- my dad has a digital uh, press press uh, yeah a lot of uh, you know brochures pamphlets flyers uh, those kind of products yeah but because of my dad's health problem he has uh, left that uh, family business since long i'm not at all into family business not even for a single day but my dad also started with screen printing if you know screen printing oh, yeah yeah so it, it was all about how my dad started uh, we, we come from a very lower middle class family uh, but Got that's it. how we was squeezy hoti thi like that squeezy rub on yeah. this True, so and you have to put it under heater and yes, heat it, right? <laughs> yes, yes. So that screen printing in a very closed room. Of, right. I, I was all like, I was probably one or two years old. My mom tells me like that color, wali smell, uh, <laughs> that smell of the colors and everything used to be so stingy. And <laughs> but yeah, I remember, I remember those days when my mom used to say. So I, I, I imagine those days. So screen printing, then baby offset, uh, yeah. then came the holdings and all. uh Correct. but by the time my dad got uh, palletic stroke and all those things so he left mm. the business uh, and shut down financial crisis yeah 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 so my my dad is into printing for the past 25 years so i know this space pretty well so i thought okay all your products are getting online your medical shop is going online your restaurants are going online your retail shops are going online why is printing not going online so i built a marketplace uh putting all your print suppliers across india so basically a justile for printing with transactional e-commerce so you can basically place an order with a printer nearby and and uh, you know get it delivered to your home right so that was the open marketplace system it was called ink monk um ink. yeah which we built it and uh, uh and and we launched it and it it gave a good reception because people uh wanted to Uh, printing is a great uh, is a hundred year old business right and it's very traditional it's very unorganized and uh, and and there's high demand for it so uh, it was a each with a scratch and when we felt like okay we should blow this up big uh, uh, one of our customers was this company called Freshworks right and being a very very early founder you are at the at the, the fourth employee of the company. you are the delivery boy you are the uh, cook <laughs> you are everything right you are the marketer you are 95% of the company doing yeah. it yeah interestingly one of the delivery was to this company called freshworks 
uh, his uh, father, the founder is called Girish, uh, who, who who runs this company in Chennai. And uh, I was delivering at a nine night nine thirty in the night and uh, putting all the boxes in the floor. They had an event on the next day, and I was uh, giving him a check, saying, "Hey, can you sign this twenty five thousand rupees check?" Girish is a one of the top most angel investors in India by then, right? So he he said, "Isaac, I know you during the hacker rank days." you used to write code and you are a front end designer how are you doing this like printing and you're, you're carrying all your uh, boxes and what are you doing right so he said uh, so I, i i was so passionate enough to explain what i'm doing i i, I showed him the products i was very adamant on the quality and a lot of things so uh, i showed him what vision i wanted to build in in, in this printing space uh, so he said hey uh, i think you are into something i think it's a good way but i i don't know how big this will go to do but if you are looking to raise funds i'm also investing let me know i'll write you a check right so and uh, it was very interesting right so i i i want went for a 25000 rupees check incidentally i got a 250000 dollar investment on a whole uh, <laughs> uh, from angel investors Yeah, and and the entire round closed in a week, right? I mean, this is this is. I mean, quickly tell me the number of years from that first ever shitty pitch, which your friend did in the lobby, uh, uh, and to this point where you got this check and the funding round. Three and a half years. Three and a half years, right? Yeah. People who are listening right now, or watching this, or consuming this piece of content, just understand, guys. you want to go into startup world just look at isaac all right when you see somebody from a startup world you doesn't have to be necessarily be in suited and booted and shaved and all those things no you don't have to look fancy all you have to do is work you have to you have to just constantly execute and then opportunities opportunities will knock your door yeah. now that one in time it will totally depend upon you what you do what do you do when somebody is knocking your door do you let them in or you just kick them out now that will totally depend upon you so that's that's the and and uh, obviously i'm not from the startup culture but i understand i have do i do have friends like that so i do understand the culture and it's almost parallel to what i do with respect to the personal branding thing right i'm i'm putting out all this hell lot of content and all these things the reason why i'm connecting with people like isaac and all is because i'm putting out content or else nobody yeah. will give a fuck about who digital pratik is exactly. right so it's the entry point it's the way you are trying to bring in opportunities for you in your life and that's where then you leverage personal branding into various different products and services which will depend totally upon you how good you are in packaging the products yeah right. so that's the message which i wanted to pass on to listeners and um, uh, uh, viewers uh, whether they are into startup culture or anything they want to do with respect to digital uh, ocean or digital world so great great so moving further isaac uh, talk talk more about so it was inkmong now let's let's go ahead with this uh, latest thing which probably is your zoom name as well right now which is strain uh, which is a nice way of uh, you putting out that word out so talk more about train i was just going to the website as well a couple of days back once we yeah. ended our uh, voice room at that time so it's all about the something related to video talk more about yeah. that product what does yeah, it do sure. how did you get that idea about sure sure so uh, uh, being uh, 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 so actually uh, just to finish the inkmong story inkmong got acquired so i sold the company 
to wow. a company called Printo in Bangalore, which is one of the okay. largest retail chain of print outlets in India. Share the exit. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Sorry. Can you share the exit? Oh, it's a good amount, but I couldn't share the numbers. <laughs> I drive a BMW. That man who is looking like crappy right now is a rich kid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right, yeah. all right, all right. All right. Yeah. So, uh, post that, uh, I had a good time to think of myself of like what's next and what what's the, uh, you know, as I told you, right? It's a complete scratch. It keeps on scratching you. You want to uh, do the next, and uh, uh, and it's an adrenaline rush, right? So you want that kind of a force again and again. And uh, I think maybe the next thirty years, I can still continue doing this. I love this shit. Yeah, it's uh, like Red Bull. Once you yeah. have it. get energy for a certain period of time once it is over you want it yes correct <laughs> it's like entrepreneurship one startup is like one red bull yeah, right true, true. have it you enjoy it you get the energy but true. once it is finished because you get an exit or you completely fail either of that will happen yeah right but once that is done you definitely want to have second red bull because you love yeah. that <laughs> i actually this uh, entrepreneur journey or this digital journey as if you are super passionate about that you'll yeah. keep on having it whether you fail or succeed yeah true you'll feel that go ahead go ahead so so in in that context what happened is i wanted to uh, since i'm starting up again i wanted to build something out of very very strong base and uh, uh, i found that the uh, the product adoption space that software companies in the world there are so much of softwares in the world and they are so bloated there are so much tons of features to understand about using the softwares right and, and this thinking this sorry what what year were you thinking like this what yeah so it? this was in 2019 by the end of 2019 uh, this is when the uh, the start of 2019 when when inkmon got acquired then uh, i continued on the job and then i wanted to build something that that is very uh, that's something which i know personally uh, and the trends that is also kind of answering these questions right so softwares are growing softwares are becoming uh, bloaty and bloaty the number of features in these softwares are increasing the number of people who are getting into digital adoption they have to understand these softwares to start learning right so if you remember when you join the biggest uh, Uh, the the HCLs and the Infosys they give you thirty day training just to yes. teach you how these softwares work within the company right so all these are painful procedures and uh, uh, so digital adoption is picking up uh, but uh, there is no good beautiful way to teach how to use a software and the best way was to teach through good product uh, good quality product videos. right and uh, uh, you might know it i might know it so i come from a visual background visual communication background uh, we know editing right so we know after effects premiere we know the cutting and doing the trimming but imagine the product managers they don't know editing they just know how to build products right but they are the people who are responsible for making these customers use these products in a more efficient fashion right so this is when i realized that the people who are needing this product but the people who 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 want the solution are identically distinct and they would need this solution in a very very high priority right so i built a quick tool so for, before i built it i i i had around 76 interviews with product managers across the globe 
so this is one advice i would give to entrepreneurs is that don't build right start writing code or find your teammates in the day one right so build a, a strong community build a strong base uh, validate whether this is a real problem right so all these product managers across the globe different times on different country randomly cold mailing them finding them on linkedin twitter and messaging and asking them for a 15 minutes conversation then set up set up a call with them understand and talk about and i used to have open ended conversation how are you solving product or i don't ask like will you like a video based product adoption tool right i don't i don't ask leading questions i ask how shitty is product adoption how shitty is customer onboarding more right? of open ended more of yes. open yes and that's when more of more conversation started coming in and that's when then finally if you fit in your product you will see a magic in their eyes saying oh wow where is this product where can i subscribe for it can i buy it right so all this comes in so 76 interviews passed in then uh, at the same time uh, one of the person who i interviewed was a mutual friend of two people who were building a similar product in chennai who also oh. have left uh, a very big company in chennai a saas company called chargebee and they were also building this same software and they i was looking for a tech team they were looking for a business guy we joined together the zing happened during <laughs> matchmaking happened during covid we never met we incorporated a company we built it online uh, all through google and zoom calls um, and uh, and we launched the product in september and uh, there is this uh, community called product hunt which we launched in last week which also had a great uh, uh, uptake we had we were the third best product of the day and uh, we had like lot thousands of users coming into our system and you know using our product so that was like a great validation we are still in the very old very early baby days uh, and i like it putting it that way back to square one building it from scratch and one mrr at a time and i feel so a quick nutshell about what train does is train helps saas companies and software companies accelerate product adoption with product training videos so videos are the next wave it's a great communication medium uh, it's it's amazing to uh, pause a video understand the economics of it understand how it works go back and try it out and keep learning on top of it so yes, we are product because i, I what, what i'm feeling is this is uh, this is actually bridging the gap or rather i would rephrase it is actually removing the friction of communication between a product manager in the company and a video editor or a video content producer in the company Correct. that communication which needs to happen because the product manager probably will have a brilliant uh, uh, idea of how to actually put this product in the market while this video editor needs that communication to be fed so that he right. can edit according to the voice of the product manager so i guess it is bridging the gap over here Yeah, if, yeah. if i'm uh, taking this as a correct way yeah yeah so uh, the way it works is uh, uh, you know uh, just install just go to our website install the chrome extension just use the product and we understand the the software behind it understands which all part of the screen did you click and you don't need to add voice over so you don't need to do recording dubbing uh, you know time synchronization all those things which ideally will take a lot of time right so we have something called as text to speech conversion where you type in something it automatically converts it into speech which looks and feels like a natural human voice and uh, that's what we have built as an algorithm and if you publish it i would bet in the next 3 to 4 minutes you will have a beautiful professional quality product video uh, 
uh, that you know will solve a lot of your time and you know you know accelerate the adoption faster for you guys awesome awesome so guys check out the uh, product it is the website would be uh, obviously linked in the description somewhere out this episode uh, also i'll say it it is train.co train with double n uh, .co uh it's already mentioned in the zoom name of isac as well train.co once again it is so now let's let's uh, go beyond this uh let's say a startup is already having this kind of product i actually want to know though you are of a startup culture i now want to go and delve more into this marketing perspective as well of promoting such kind of products because a lot of people might be promote uh, creating such beautiful products but they lack the skills of marketing that entire product so i want to just know because you are a practical guy you have already done this three four startups uh with a uh, beautiful exits as well i want to know how how did you promote in the early stages of, of september 2020 for this particular product which is train what was your first step in promoting was it like a cold call was it like a email blast or was it directly on product how did you approach all these things and yeah. what were the yeah yeah it's a very good question because uh, great products fail not because of the quality of the product but because of poor distribution right uh, they they might not be distributing to the right market to the right fit of customers so we think we are uh, the one of the rookie mistakes that most founders make is that they build products which is completely horizontal in nature from day one right they they build it like okay my customer is this and also this and also this and also this right now what happens when you keep in, keep on adding this also and also is that you are inevitably putting yourself in a position where you have to uh, write the product pitch in such a way that it resonates with these people individually each time right and uh, each of these people have different goals right so a goal of x person is completely different from a designation of another person sitting in a different office right so you have to be very very clear on choosing your icp so what we call as icp is ideal customer persona or profile right so uh, defining that is very important from day one and you have to be actually very bullish and narrow down uh, into a niche right and this is something which a lesson which i learned from before i tell about how we went about in train one thing lesson that i learned from it from funny funitra sama who built redbus right so you know redbus i think majority of the people who are listening to this podcast know about redbus many don't know how redbus was built he was one of my investors so he tells me all this uh, secret sauce of building redbus from day one right so one of many don't know how redbus was actually started from that initial customer persona right Redbus today we know that it's connecting the buses from each city to city complete big network across india right but initially when it started it started with just one route and one day of the week and one time of the week right? it was so precise right and i will tell you what that route was. and if many of you people are bangaloreans and chennaiites you will know that the bangalore to chennai crowd traveling on a friday evening is very very crowded right it's very hard to get a bus there awesome right and and you know who books these buses it's the it crowd the madiwala crowd right <laughs> sitting in the madiwala and the kormagula crowd sitting in bangalore who wants to book, book a bus to coimbatore in chennai and uh, 
on a friday evening because they want to spend their weekends with their family it's very very tough to get a ticket during back those days this was 2008 right so funny decided to choose his persona very precise one route one day one time and that was very beautiful also to choose who are his customers he never went ahead and uh, uh, did marketing in news uh, newspapers or uh, flyers or in digital media and uh, uh, and google search where people were searching for buses he went to the it corridor the madiwala and the electronic city uh, belt and said went into the hr of these offices and told hey i am building this software which you can book buses online for the first time in india and by sitting in just in your office space and i want to give 10% discount to all your employees if they are going for a weekend uh, and here here is a, a link please share this across your hr your employee network and he went and did that and all of the employees got that email they went and you know what worked for for red bus the beauty, we all think that it's a bus booking but it is not that the only thing that worked very beautifully for red bus the first time in the world is you are choosing your seat oh right? yeah i i so i yeah 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 100% this is so for fancy all that i mean i can now relate i can now yes. relate this here uh, the thought which uh um redbus came up with now i can relate because every time when i used to book now i don't book bus- buses but when i used to book buses i actually wanted to select the seat which is window seat right yeah. and that that opportunity was missing right so you go to an operator in the in the bus stand and you tell him he chooses some seat and he gives you a ticket right so you don't have freedom for that so the first time when this happened this magic so that is when when you go to a niche you will know exactly what's that magic that aha moment in your product right so with train we know our icp the ideal customer profile was product managers because these people do create products they they adopt customers who sign up inside the product they see recordings screen recordings of their customers struggling to use the buttons inside the software they say that damn button is on the right corner of the screen please press it you will know the next steps right so and, yeah, yeah. and that's when they client calls <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and and they need they need to tell this customer hey this is how you start using my product and 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 usually there is this uh, adoption uh, curve right so there is this early adopters early majority uh, late late majority and in that we are we we guys are very very tech enthusiasts we can learn softwares faster majority 95% of the crowd in the world are first time learners on how to use the software right and it's very new to them and of course products are getting bloated so we went ahead chose this icp profile and product managers the beauty is they like to boast themselves they are in every damn community right you go in slack you go in clubhouse you go everywhere twitter it's very easy to catch them right so that's where we started cold mailing and cold calling these uh, product managers and started mailing them they started using the product and we started getting revenue so that was the, the initial the cold cold mail uh, was your initial uh, thing which we started with by promoting Correct. all right yeah. great now uh, b- before we move for that i just wanted to make this very important because uh, one important point because a lot of listeners and viewers who would be knowing me for a couple of years now 
they might be thinking about one point which you were constantly mentioning which is niche uh what i always in my communication say that i don't figure out the niche i always tell my audience that don't uh, fuck the niche go macro macro niche live your life your life is your macro niche but i also tell people that when you are building a personal brand at that point in time you go life as a micro niche but this is about product this is about startup you cannot sell this glass randomly to people you have to categorize this as a product which is segmenting which is what is niching down which is what is you trying to promote or icp which isaac was saying so i just wanted to make sure that people understand that yes you have to go niche when you are actually promoting a product very specific to a market or coming up with an idea to hack so that then you can go broad redbus is now broad but as isaac rightly mentioned that when they wanted to get started that's where they just tapped into one single market it is like you starting an agency right now and when you start an agency you don't want to grab all the clients like real estate clients and all these clients you want to just pick one segment and then try to grab five different clients inside that same segment so that you will get experience from one which you can apply to the second second to third third to fourth and then you will have a grooming team which would be able to understand and package the product for the clients so that's the exact point which i wanted to differentiate that yes your life is your macro niche but when you are doing affiliate marketing or startup culture or promoting the product which is specific which is unique you have to think of niche or segment down while you are trying to promote so that's that's a point which i wanted to make hope that makes sense so isaac moving further let's say you started with that now i want to understand that how how did you or or what is the current process how are you thinking now what is your thought process in making this train to a level which is right now over here you mentioned that it was on the top 5 list i suppose which you mentioned top 3 top 3 list on the first day itself on product hunt so now how are you treating that product and how are you seeing the future of this product and thinking of marketing branding and marketing of this product moving further in 2021 correct right a good question so um, i think uh, one thing that i i should be very careful about is sticking on to the niche right so what you said uh, you cannot understand the niche in a very short span of time it will take at least months and years of time so we after lot of ideal customer profile definitions we gave for who is the right user for this product we decided there are actually three or four people we decided one person to attack right one designation right to when you say person you can say designation to attack right and product. yes product managers and product uh, uh, owners right so when when we decide that what we what we are going after is how do we accelerate our activities to reach more of them right so my focus right now in the next one year also is to uh, make sure that i stick to the niche of, of the persona but expand in the experiments that i do to increase the reach for these customers so ideally this could be as i told you one is community where the, these people are available in many areas they are in uh, uh slack groups they are in whatsapp groups they are in a uh, lot of twitter handles and groups and everywhere so i will be reaching out to them and before it it, uh, it doesn't work in a way where these days you cannot throw away a product on their face and ask them to use 
you have to build reputation right so you have to uh, and that's where yes is branding is branding and that's where thought leadership comes into play right why is isaac the right person to talk about product adoption right so if we are our ours is a first step right we are the the step one of the product we have a long way to go the important activity for the year is thought leadership how do we be the one person whenever we talk about any word under product adoption hey this guy is talking real right i know this guy is telling the truth because this guy is building a product around it and uh, and and leave the content for free because today the internet has democratized knowledge so well that in order to get gain the trust of people you have to open up right okay. uh, like like even this this podcast what is happening is what learnings that i had i'm giving back right and and i'm helping other entrepreneurs to open up right so i think this is the way that you go about even in marketing your product take a niche understand that niche very well and become a thought leadership in that niche and speak about uh, uh, for example in our case it's product adoption and 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 uh, exploit it very very big that's that's one important activity that we are planning to do so the the way i would put is uh, my advice to people who are starting it out is that pick a persona uh, the niche of the customer and when and pick a area that of expertise which fits with your product for example in train the area of expertise is product adoption within product adoption i can talk about the design challenges the software challenges the ui challenges the customer psychological challenges of understanding products onboarding challenges so talk about these topics pick up and and there are enough materials to rinse repeat in the internet out there right so learn these materials out there read some books read some great great articles about it understand that knowledge and summarize that even if you just simply the easiest hack right simply summarize it and put it in a podcast or a blog or talk about it you suddenly become that the the group when you you're creating a group around you with that thought leadership right and people will come to you whenever they think about this word product adoption in our case so it could be like for example personal branding you can as you might associate yourself with personal branding so you might talk a lot about it so i think for each people with their own targets of how they want to uh, take it forward it could be a product it could be yourself you should be able to build that thought leadership and don't keep uh, diluting yourself to have multiple thought leadership right uh like for uh, for example i cannot talk about politics right i i would be blabbering shit if i talk about politics today right so um and and that's not an area of expertise for me but there are genuine people who are very skilled in that so the beauty is you are already doing it you are already having everything under your head you just need to open up start writing it start speaking if you are if you are some people are shy about writing it right they don't they don't know how to Uh, uh write really good articles right or maybe write it for the google and seo or if if that's the case start speaking it out right uh, uh, uh record something start speaking it out don't need to put your face out there today there yeah, i want to tell so this 
I say this is the same exact thing. Probably my words would be different, but this is the same exact thing which I tell people uh, to my audience as well since past couple of years now, uh, which has become my tagline as well: learn, apply, share. Like keep on learning something new, which you are seeing from books, from videos, from audios here and there, and keep on applying that something new which you are learning in your life first. All right. Okay. When you do learn and apply, that's where you can share it confidently. Become the product of the product, which is what we always say. A good salesperson will always become the product of the product unless he is not becoming the product of the product. He cannot talk confidently about the product and sell in the market. True. So once you do learn apply in your own thing. that's where you confidently are able to share to build that authority to build that reputation which you are talking about to do that branding which i talk about that's where you become the thought leader an authority in the space in your market that's where you leverage the opportunities to come to you so that's that's i just i'm just loving this conversation because i'm 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 able to put this in front of my audience right now that people always think that i want i have a great startup idea i want to promote this sir should i learn facebook ads should i do this and that i'm like first do something about your product first have the product ready first do your market research digital marketing and personal branding is not just about facebook ads instagram ads it is about first you having a product service or something which you can sell in the front or in the back end and then you becoming the authority you playing for the long term you going for that branding thing digital branding not just personal branding digital branding right yeah. i mean i have not for this entire past 40 minutes conversation i have not heard isaac talking about you doing an instagram story ad or facebook ad or this and that that's the reason why specifically i asked what was the thought process when he was just getting started in promoting the product as train wherein he told cold mailing which people think that okay no 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 cold mailing won't work but have you done it yeah. you're just you are just you are just uttering something which somebody might have told you that no 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 cold mailing doesn't work in 2021 yeah i mean if i mean i have given this advices to a lot of people who ask me that how to promote my podcast sir because i don't have money to do instagram ads and facebook ads or neither i do have money for spotify ads i always tell these those people do you have 500 contacts on your mobile phone if yes whatsapp them yeah out of 500 at least 50 people would be your loyal listeners True. that's where you have something which is better than nothing yeah but people don't put in the efforts people think that okay only if they have money they can promote something but there are a lot of other ways where they can invest that time in return they will be investing i mean the reason why isaac and me are talking over this zoom call is because of clubhouse app where we were just trying to deliver value in a room called indian startup club we were not promoting i mean isaac was not promoting train digital pratik was not promoting some consulting products we are just trying to deliver value and that's where we are connecting over here and now we are talking about each other's product <laughs> all right so just just wanted to make sure about this uh, that people understand this yeah awesome isaac isaac uh, so i will have to i i wish this conversation was not ending because i'm just in love with this flow which is happening and i guess i have to do this more and more uh, uh, with the people like you uh because the audience will be able to resonate because i come from a background wherein i have been a volume of content guy so people think that they just have to do this and i am constantly now pounding this uh thing to people that as gary vinochak my mentor says it's all about self awareness if, if you are not able i mean i have never seen isaac putting out a single piece of content like i do all right but still he is having this hidden exit of ink monk 
wherein he has some xyz amount in his bank <laughs> right now which probably you will keep on wondering all right and then you will try to think fancy okay fine i have to do something like inkmong so that i can get an exit but the effort which isaac is putting that's something which you also should put up and this is what i'll try to bring more and more uh, with people like you and i'll try to bring more and more people who can share and empower other people so thank you so much isaac uh, for joining in today on this podcast show and it was really valuable thank you so much for your time thanks thanks pratik it's been a honor to be in here as well and uh, appreciate the users time the listeners time as well and uh, for listening so far in this podcast and come to this way all right awesome so if you want to connect with isaac or any of your product on any of his products uh, do check out the links in the description box or the keynote section of this podcast somewhere around this episode you will find all the relevant uh, links for him uh, to connect with him if you have any queries or questions regarding any of his products uh, once again thank you so much isaac for all your time it was pleasure having you as a guest on my podcast show digital pratik show thank you bye bye that's the end of this episode it really means a world to me you have stuck till the end of this episode thank you thank you thank you so very much just one little request if you can just subscribe on apple podcast if you are using iphone or follow me on spotify if you are using spotify to listen to this episode or any other platform make sure you also share it with your friends take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your instagram story i'll give you a free shout out to as many as possible and i'll see you on the next episode with that been said this is your host and those the digital pratik signing off stay awesome and keep smiling